are listening to the Andy Zanka Youth Empowerment Program on KDNK Community Radio. This is Brain Garden, a monthly collaboration between ASIAP and my organization, Cangel's Connection. The mission of Brain Garden is to start conversations on topics that our youth are experiencing. Conversations create a dialogue for healing and offer resources for other community members in need. These students are opening their hearts and stories to help facilitate conversations in our community. I'm your host, Janelle Hildebrand, and I'm the founder of Cangel's Connection, Inc., also referred to as the Cangel Connection Foundation. I started Cangel's Connection in 2019 after my son, Kane passed away from an accidental drug overdose on June 20th of 2018 at 24 years old. Cangel's Connection mission is to be the hub of connecting resources to the people in need. I felt alone as a parent of a struggling young man, and I didn't have the resources for myself or for Kane. My website is C-A-I-N-E dot C-A-I-N-E-G-E-L-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N dot org. And I have a list of resources that is continuously growing. I became connected with ASYEP through KDNK. And if you're a teen listening and would like to share your story and offer some resources, please contact Janelle Hildebrand at J-E-N-X-T-R-E-M-E-S-K-I at gmail.com. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes to listen to one of our upcoming conversations. Well, welcome to Brain Garden, and we have a special guest today, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm Mercury Nick Smile. I go by he, him, they, them pronouns and any other neo-pronouns. I go to Glenwood Springs High School, and I'm a senior. Oh my gosh, a senior. Exciting year for you. Um, thanks for coming in and spending some time to open up yourself to not only myself, uh, Janelle here, um, the host of Brain Garden, and also just sharing it with our community and those that are listening. Um, tell us a little bit about your interests, what you like to do, music, hobbies, volunteering awards, anything like that. I used to be into sports as a kid growing up, and then once I started taking college classes, I didn't have as much time for that, so most of my time goes to college classes and practicing my instrument, and I'm planning to continue playing my instrument throughout college. What is your instrument? I play bassoon, and I started off with flute, so I could still play a little bit of flute. Oh, that's fun. I think I played the flute when I was younger as well. That was my first instrument. Um, so how did we get connected? Tell me a little bit of how you got connected with me through the Cangel Connection. I found your scholarship while I was looking through them back in like February, I think, when I was doing scholarships for college with my college counselor, Dave, and he works with pre-collegiate, and it's been a nice progress helping get ahead of everyone else <laughs> so we are not like stressing rushing last minute to get scholarships yeah I think that's the smart way to do it it sounds like the counselors are really doing a, a tremendous job to to guide you um do you know what you're going to study I'm going for psychology and my parents want me to double major so I'll, I might double major <laughs> I might do architecture as my second major since I'm good at math and I like drawing Oh, 
That's interesting. Um, so tell us a little bit about the story of the op- any obstacle, the most recent obstacle that you've been going through. Um, just tell us some of those challenges and summarize that for me. I think most of my challenges have been with my family because we don't really see eye to eye and they're a bit traditional. Okay. <laughs> so they're pushing me to work a job that I might not enjoy, but it's good money. So, what What's the job? I'm curious. They want me to either be a nurse or architecture. Okay. So what do you, what do you feel like? What kinds of things do you like or that you foresee yourself doing in the future? I want to become a therapist mainly so I can help other people who also struggle and be the support that I want, that I wish I had when I was little. Right. That's, that's wonderful. Um, so break it down a little bit more about who you are and what the struggles are. Um, well, I have <laughs> depression and anxiety and uh, ADHD as well. So I've been on medication for a bit for all of them. Sometimes it makes me a little bit moody, but all medications do that. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of side effects. Yeah. Does it make you feel a little bit tired to some of the side effects of your meds? When I was trying them out, yeah. Yeah. Took a while to find ones that actually work. <laughs> so you've been on some medications for a while, and do you feel like that's helping? Yeah, it helps for me. Yeah. yeah. Not for everyone, though, but for me. Yeah, good. Well, that's the most important. <laughs> you are the most important for you. Um, so that's exciting. So part of the um, Cangel Connection, how we got connected, is um, you did apply for the scholarship. And, and just everything that you had to write, I just I just really connected with you. And really, um, I just think you're so brave to just open up like that. So um, you had to write an essay that was part of the criteria. And I'm wondering if you'd be willing to, to read your essay today. Yeah, I can read it. Okay. So for the start of it. I've had a few different addictions, some bad, but replaced with better ones. I've gotten addicted to self-harming a bit ago, and then it took a while to stop and change it to something else. And I traded it for nicer, but a little bit more expensive. (laughs) I would impulse buy um, candles or plushies, like the one I have right now. (laughs) And then plants or decorations for my room, which I'm planning to take to college with me. And then plants give me a bit of peace, and they're nice, and it gives like a nice ambience to my room. I buy some now and then, but not as much as I used to when I traded addictions. Sometimes I just carry one around with me as like a little emotional support in case I start panicking or having an anxiety attack. And then with some, with some experience with addictions and my goal to become a therapist, I know a few different ways to stop them or lessen them. And I can practice with noticing addictions with my friends or classmates with their consent, of course. If I want, if they wanted to, I could explain where it stems from and help them deal with the root of the problem instead of just dealing with the after effects only. And most of them come from trauma, which most of them don't realize that they have because they think that they're fine or others have it worse, which is reasonable with how people push aside traumas and there's no distinct line separating my school life or my outside life and I would apply this with myself and with others 
that is just it's so brave and I just really appreciate your honesty and I'm just curious a little bit because I think the subject of self-harm is is just such an important topic to talk about so when did you first start self-harming I think the first time was after a really bad and toxic relationship and um he was the first one to help me realize what I kind of wanted in a relationship and what love was to me. And then he cheated and kind of broke that whole view for me. And that just sent me spiraling down a little bit. But I've gotten better since then. So you're building a little confidence. Um, I like that you seem like you have a good connection with your friends, um, healthy relationships and healthy discussions, which is nice to hear. Um, And you know, just when you mentioned other addictions, so is it kind of like a collection kind of thing? I'm just trying to get to know you a little bit. So (laughs) do you like to collect? Is it more of like a comfort or like with the plants and the plushies? Like I just, you know, just trying to help other people understand what they might be going through. So tell me a little bit about what that is. Explain that or break that down for us. For me, they're a comfort and a way for me to calm my emotions a little bit so I'm not holding it all in doing nothing with it so I get to buy something that I like and it was also for me to age regress sometimes yes yes I think it's a I mean when you have it it's nice to have something to hold on to when you're nervous so I I think that's a healthy thing (laughs) um do you have any you know maybe throw a tip out there if anyone else is going through what you have been struggling with what main tip would you have for other kids to definitely find a support or friend that you can trust and help ask them for help it's hard to ask for help but ask them for help and they will try their best and sometimes they're not qualified so you might need a therapist but they will help you without judgment I think telling saying it out loud is probably ownership of it So maybe when you first told somebody, it was almost like validating, like, I am really struggling. So that's a really important step. Do you remember when you first told somebody? It was definitely scary for me because I didn't know how they would react. But having the support was nice. Yeah. And it was without judgment. So then it made you feel more comfortable to, to talking about it. And I think the more we talk about what's going on, it creates a condition to create a solution or or to work towards a solution um breaking it down so i want to i want you to tell me about some goals what are the top three goals in the next five years that you have well for me i want to become a therapist and i've already been working on getting some college credits so i'm hoping to graduate within three years that is an amazing goal um, do you and you have a school picked out? Yes, you I'm going share? to Grand or Colorado Mesa University in Junction. Did you tour the campus? I loved it. It's a it really nice, nice campus, isn't it? And it's not too far from home. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so conversations start with telling somebody. Have you, do more and more people know, or is that something you still kind of keep secret, or kind of, that's my own thing? Or do you tell people, or are you more open about what you're struggling with? 
I usually only tell close friends that I'm with, but if someone asks, I'm a pretty open book, so I will answer it. But most people don't really ask about mental health. It's still a taboo in society. Yeah. I'd like us to, this is a start where we're talking about it, but I'd like to break that taboo eventually if we can get more people to start talking, right? So keep that talking going. Don't stop. Tell me about a strength that you have. Tell me one of your strengths, something positive. I would say that I'm pretty resilient. I've been through a lot of stuff and I'm still making it through it, but I haven't completely broken down, so we're still going. You're still going, and you're very strong. And then you mentioned dyslexia. Yes. So when <laughs> did you first notice that you were struggling with that? Um, usually when I read out loud for back in like elementary when teachers would call on me, I would either flip words around without realizing it and still say it, flipped around, and very few people would notice or correct me on it. <laughs> But so you got really good at it, yeah. at covering that. Yeah. So you were pretty young when you noticed that. And did a teacher say, hey, is there something going on? Or when did they say, like, this is what you have? Um, no one still diagnosed it, but I know I have it mm. when I struggle to read sometimes. And then for the most part, for now, it's just skipping lines or repeating the same line that I'm reading in a book. Do you find that it's uh, if you're tired or... You struggle a little bit more. Yeah, usually early in the morning if I'm trying to read a book. <laughs> yeah, it's a little challenging. Yeah. Well, that's a lot right there. <laughs> I got to give it to you. You're you're significantly strong. Um, I like to have you pick a song, and I want to have you talk about the song. And you did bring a song today, but tell me what the song is. And then tell us a little bit about that song and why it's so meaningful to you. For me, J-Flaw was one of the artists, cover artists that I found back in middle school. And she just covered a lot of songs that I liked. And she has a really nice voice. It's soothing. And back when she was like starting and still learning English, you can hear her accent a little bit, which I found really nice that she didn't have to hide it or cover it. Because when I was little, I used to have a British accent that my parents would bully me for. So recognizing that some just being yourself and being okay with yourself, that kind of helped you be more okay with yourself. Yeah. Kind of an inspiration. So listeners, I want you to be inspired by this song choice to just be okay with being yourself. So enjoy the song. And if you like what you're hearing, the fourth Wednesday of every month at 4 p.m., you will listen to The Brain Garden and hear our special guests each month. And we'll be back after this music break. People say we got that good vibe And I love it when we ride side by side Cause you know we got that good vibe People say we got that good vibe
And if you're just tuning in, my name is Janelle Hildebrand. I am your host of The Brain Garden. And we've been talking with Mercury. We, we covered quite a few topics, anxiety, depression, self-harm, dyslexia. Um, now we're going to cover uh, something a little more uplifting. And it's your capstone, which is your senior, your big senior project. Tell us about your capstone. So for my capstone, I wanted to thank CMC for making college a little bit more affordable than going to an actual like big campus. And for me, I made jewelry and had a little stand for them so that they can pick it out and choose which ones they wanted. And I made sets so like it would have earrings, necklaces, bracelets, so they can choose. And if they didn't want something, they could give it to someone else or leave it. And mine was just a big thank you to CMC. So tell me about what kind of, so you make all kinds of jewelry, and what do you use to make the jewelry? What, what kinds of items or tools are you using? I usually have strings, like threading strings for braiding, or I have the stretching material that I buy from Walmart. And I have like a bunch of different types of beads that I will make different designs with. And for earrings, I have the hooks because I don't like the ones that's clasps. <laughs> right. Um, and then I always have the clasps to make the clothes for necklaces or bracelets, and I have different types and styles just for variety. <laughs> so what inspired you to work on jewelry for your capstone? I've always been making jewelry since middle school, since my parents bought me a little kit for it. And, and my p- grandparents also gave me more stuff for jewelry, so I was like... It's always been like a small hobby for me, and I figured that they would appreciate it, and it would be free, so they wouldn't have to buy it from a store. (laughs) So the gift that keeps giving. So they give you the gift of the tools, and then you make them something beautiful in return. Is this something that kind of helps you through anxiety as well, like just kind of a meditation by working on your jewelry? A little bit. It gives me something to focus on, and I get to focus on making it and picking the designs I think people would enjoy and like that also goes with any kind of style no specific color schemes or anything like that just just no style like kind of a whatever you're feeling at the time yeah yeah are you wearing any of your jewelry today (laughs) (laughs) I have a few bracelets on one of them is matching with one of my partners and then the other one I made with evil eyes Oh, that's nice. When I was when I was a kid, way back, hundreds of years ago, <laughs> um, we had friendship bracelets and little pins with the beads. Is that something that goes around or still in in society at this time? <laughs> I think people still wear like friendship bracelets and necklaces that pair together. Usually, those are marketed towards kids, so elementary or middle school, but you don't see much older than that wearing them high school it's kind of a phased out thing huh yeah well your jewelry might be the new phase (laughs) of cool stuff so we we kind of had a message but you know kind of let the whoever's listening here our listeners and our community let bring a resource let them know a message that you have um so for me i bought a few different numbers that you could either call or text for support most of them, one of them is for getting a therapist, a tele, 
therapist. So online, you wouldn't have to drive. You'd probably either do like a phone call or Zoom call or text messages with them. And then the other one is a safe line number to text because I personally do not like making calls. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure most people agree with that and would like to text instead of making a call and getting help that way. So for the safe line text number, you would text HOME to 741741. Or for the mental health care, you would call 303-803-5726. So the text to talk is is something that you feel very comfortable. And when you text them, do they respond really quickly? They have yeah. people working on the lines at all times because I texted sometimes at night and they would always be there to help and they give you different people and at the end they always make sure that you're okay and that you'll be safe for the rest of the day. Did that bring you some comfort too? When I didn't want to bother my friends or anything with it I would use that. Well and that's what it's there for so thank you for sharing those resources and any other messages to our community of if they're dealing with anxiety or mental health or in in many different situations, what would be your message? Would it be to, to just reach out and call those numbers that are there for you? They're always there for you, but if you're not comfortable, talk with a friend that you trust or a teacher or an adult that you're close to and you can trust them with this information. Yeah, important numbers. Do you want to say those numbers one more time? <laughs> Uh, for the safe line text number, you would text HOME to 741741. Or for the mental health care available online, you would call 303-803-5726. Thank you so much for sharing the resources. I appreciate you opening up and coming in and spending some time with us here in Brain Garden. Um, I want to thank Katie and Kay. I want to thank Andy Zanka Youth Empowerment Program for creating the platform for Brain Garden. And uh, tune in the fourth Wednesday of every month at 4 p.m.